Welcome to Adulting Decrypted, the show where we break down the complex code of common conundrums into logical living, an effort to decrypt the code we call adulting. We are your hosts. This is Roscoe, the dad. I am Gideon, the one who just learned a super dope 180 on his bicycle. And I am Ashton. I am the one who filmed Gideon's super dope 180 on his bicycle today. Was that... that, uh... And you were going to show me the super dope woot woot trick. And I mean, got... it's on Instagram if you want to see it. At underscore. Wait, no. At, At Gideon underscore Allen underscore if you want to check it out. But yeah. Shameless. Plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, hey, that's okay. I think he will sponsor us for this episode. Funny, okay. funny I need story. To get sponsored first, <laughs> funny story behind Gideon doing his bike tricks. Okay. So I told mom, or mom knew that I was going out to film Gideon, right? And when and I came back, and when I came to the kitchen, and I told mom that he ran into our neighbor's garage, put a big old dent in it, big old tire skid mark and everything, and mom's like, oh my goodness, he's going to get himself in so much trouble. Is he going to have to repaste the garage door and all that stuff? I was like, no, no, he talked to them. They said it was cool. She goes, ah. Oh. We don't need to start trouble with our neighbors. We're all living at home. <laughs> all these sorts of things. And I hear Gideon in the front room like, what? I'm like, don't say anything. <laughs> so she was freaking out. And then we were sitting in the front room later. And and I go, man, Gideon, I'm glad you didn't hurt yourself when that happened. And mom's like, did you really hit it that hard? Like, Gideon's how like, big was the dent? <laughs> it wasn't like a, oh, were you okay? Or like, how hard did you hit it? it was like, she was not happy so today we're talking about no, who adulted did anybody adult this week i adulted recently but i'm adulting again believe it or not yeah, so I last time that. i did the adulting segment i was the one who uh got a job at walmart was that what i did or was it that i got a car i don't even you got a car you got, got a, a job at walmart. that's right i got everybody a car. works at walmart yeah, everyone works at walmart now except you get walmart. a walmart job you get a walmart job <laughs> everybody gets a walmart pretty job. much so so this week's adulting i guess maybe why i got confused is because i got a different job working for a local high school teaching their drumline, which is really fun and has to do with adulting because um, for those of you who are new to our podcast or may not know or who need a reminder, I go to school for music, for percussion specifically. So to be able to go take that that passion and joy, um, one for teaching and one for um, percussion and take that both to high school and, you know, be able to get paid enough to help me keep going through college is kind of cool, kind of fun. So is that a two beat? One for this and one for that? That t- 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 no, I'm just <laughs> Sure. I don't know. I got confused. That was a bad, Sorry. bad joke. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. I still don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, that's our adulting understand. segment. Also, before... Sorry, Gene. I don't mean to interrupt before we move on. The adulting segment, obviously, we've been putting in there what we want. But we want to share your stories, too, if you want us to share them. So you can either email us at, at adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or you can comment on our Facebook posts, Instagram, or message us on both those sites as well. Um, and we'd be happy to share those stories with people. You know, funny, good, bad, indifferent. Yep. Today we're going to be talking about cooking. And to start off, I'd like to talk about the three important temperatures to know. So, like it's... Like summer, winter, fall? Like I like no, no, no. temperatures, not those are, seasons. Yeah, those are seasons. Yeah. Oh, well it's temperature like, in Utah. In other places it's not. It's all one temperature. What do you yeah. sorry, Gene. Three temperatures for meats. Oh, gotcha. 
So is it different meats or all different, all the same type of meat? I think he's going to it, explain. It's, I, yeah, I was getting to that. Okay. So one, which is the lowest temperature, is 145. And what's which it? is like your fish. Oh, okay. And like yeah. other four lettered, um, four lettered like cow beefs. Oh, beef. No, four lettered foods, meats that okay. or foods that aren't in any of the other categories. So chicken would not fit in there because it's more no. than, but bird would. I I don't know. That's just how I learned it. Okay. And so one forty five, one forty. 145. All of them end in five. Okay, 145. That's like the safe temperature to eat. That's where you kill the bacteria for your fish, your beef, your lamb, probably. Probably. Yeah. Good. Also, I don't know if this helps. You said one thing, they're all going to end in five, which I think is a good tip. And then the second one, you said fish, 45. They both start with F, maybe. Like, 145, obviously. And most of them are four-lettered words, and so it's one, four, five. Oh, I see. Very creative. Cool. What's next one? Help us remind us. And so the next higher one up is 155, which is for your, like, ground beefs. Basically just ground beef. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 155 five, is cow. Five, five, ground beef. It, it, I feel like it's just... I've learned it as it just is ground beef, because it's like the five, 55 is like the little scissor marks coming off of the ground beef. I like it. Okay. Yeah. No yeah. wonder why you can always remember this, because I always have to look at the back of the meat <laughs> thermometer and go into my legal gene. That's true. Well, I knew, because my teachers are like, okay, now draw something to help you remember it. And so in like the little four, I drew like a little wave and like a little fish in it. And like I like it. 155, I drew like a little burger with the lines so marks. Maybe, yep. maybe that can be our uh, episode art. I have no idea where those are, but I can draw other ones. Where and then mean? memory devices work, man. And then the next highest one up is 165, which is for your poultries and most birds. I did that by having the six be like a wing of a bird. Ooh, I like wings. Well, that's kind of cool. It's like if I was going to cook <laughs> hot wings. I like wings. I'm really kind of hungry tonight. But if I was to cook hot wings, I'd want to cook them up to 165. I, mm, yeah. yeah. You don't like wings, Gideon? I said I want hot wings so bad. It sounds I know, I'm totally craving right them right now. Gene and I actually got to, no, it was Ash and I actually golfed yeah. with the wingman. Mm-hmm. Alan wing over man. at the wing shack down over here. That was that was a good time. Hey, we'll did actually he, have to tag him in this wings. post. No, he didn't give us free wings, wow. but he kicked my butt in golf. Yeah. Okay, it's true. Cool. Him and his son are both really good. So, so, so that's really good tips. So, if I'm going to grill outside on the the the, the grill, uh, that was pretty deep. It's still 145. I know a lot of people like to smoke. Smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay over there, Dad? I don't know. I'm hungry. <laughs> nice I guess. stroke, Dad. I, I I think we're already. I think we already had dinner, but I'm hungry again. But oh, we definitely did. It was delicious chicken too, which I'm sure was cooked to 165 degrees. That's actually. A good observation because I think sometimes we overcook things because we're afraid, but then it dries out and it doesn't taste as good. Right. And the next thing I wanted to talk about is spices. Hey, before we go there, can I share about a time I undercooked some meat? Go ahead. Actually, actually, this is, um, and I don't know, this is really mom that really did this one. Actually, because this is funnier when I undercooked it. Dude, uh, I don't think I've shared this story on the podcast yet, but. Mom and I were first married, and 
I grew up barbecuing and cooking on a on a hibachi or something outside, right? So we got a little propane um, Coleman stove uh, barbecue. Um, we put it outside and and we had just this little patio at the little place we were renting. I don't even think it was legal, but we did. Anyway, so I said, "Hey, I'm going to drive home. Can you throw some steaks on the on the grill for us? So when I get home, we can have dinner and ready to eat." So um, she turns it on. And she starts doing it, and I come in the house, and I go, how's the steak? She goes, I don't know. I haven't checked it since I put it on. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't checked it? She goes, no, I just turned it on and figured you'd be home in time to take care of the rest of it. <laughs> you guys, I opened it up, and I could hear the shh. I'm going, that doesn't sound right. You know, and as I opened it up, oh, I noticed that the meat was white. Any thoughts on what causes meat to go white? Propane. Yeah. Paint. Yeah, paint would cause meat to go white, but it's propane, right? So what she had done oh. is she never lit the barbecue. She turned on the propane. Spraying po- propane all over your... Just condensing oh. into yep. the little... Yep, all over. So so basically what happened is it actually froze it because the propane was so cold. You know, something to do with the gases. Anyways, it was... And, and mom's solution, right? Because we've already established that she's probably the cheaper one of the group. She goes, well, do you think we can eat it? <laughs> no, we can't eat it. It's been... <laughs> Poisoned by propane. It's, it's been it's been deep fried in propane. <laughs> yeah, Delicious. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, okay. so so that was the time that our meat did not get to one forty five. Well, I got I got another meat, story. That well, ground beef would probably go to one fifty five. Yeah, ground beef. No, no, those were steaks. No, no, they were steaks. They oh, were okay. deer steaks. Do you think that matters? Venison. It's four letters. Well, so. If it's deer, but if it's venison, it's more than four. Oh, good point. Yeah, I, it's not ground beef and it's not poultry, so I'm guessing it's one forty-five. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking you're right on that. You safety. Now that's okay. That's a good question, right? Because really, meat might be safe to eat at one forty-five, but if mom likes to eat well done, right? So she likes her steak jerky, then it's more likely <laughs> that she's going to go at one sixty-five, right? A big hunk yes. Of jerky. No, some serious jerky I've seen her eat. Anyway, all right, so she's I, really getting picked on. I love you, Michelle. <laughs> That's all you. Um, so wait, I wait. No, no, you started it because no, you said she ran. You teased uh, her about running into the oh, fence. Okay, I started a joke. Yeah. So, anyway, so she's gonna get mad at you first. But go ahead. Sure. Um, so one of my stories that I have about cooking chicken, right? So if 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 you've listened to the show for any length of time, um, you know that I mentioned the time I spent in Australia for two years. Um, for those of you who don't know, I spent time in Australia for two years, um, living with... Now they're up to date. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go for it. Living with volunteers. Um, and so we'd make a lot of our own meals. And one time, a guy I was living with, we decided we'd wanted to make, uh, you know, good old KFC style, you know, drumsticks, you know, deep fried, breaded, the whole nine yards, right? This guy was from Japan. So he's cool, but he's really good with ramen. Deep frying chicken, not so much. Me, I just don't know how to deep fry chicken, right? I don't know how the colonel does it. I don't know how he makes it so good. But, you know, we tried it. And the outside is like perfect golden brown breading. Like we made a super good bread mixture. You got the eggs. You got the flour, all that stuff. So it looks super nice. And we're like, sweet, it's cooked. We pull it out. We like kind of squished it. And, you know, with chicken, the juices are supposed to come out clear. But so we pulled it out. And we're like, awesome. Took a big old bite. The center was frozen cold. Like, we went and deep fried the whole thing. Center frozen cold. It was so gross. And so, like, what we ended up having to do is, like, carve off all of our drumsticks that we made and just fry them in a pan. So they turned into, like, breaded 
they're like half breaded chicken nuggets sort of thing but yeah so if anyone has tips with deep frying let us know because i have no idea Hello. If you're listening to this right now, that means you're currently listening to an episode of Adulting Decrypted. And let me just say thank you. My name's Ashton, one of the hosts of Adulting Decrypted, and I wanted to steal a quick second of your time to do a shameless little plug. If you've listened to our podcast for any sort of time, you know that we talk about a bunch of different stuff all about adulting. Because our goal is to help individuals in this task we call adulting. Now, We have just revamped the way that we do this. If you go to adultingdecrypted.com, you can see all of our episodes sorted out by category. We've sorted it into financial, practical, emotional, social, and things just for fun. So, if any of those categories are of particular interest to you right now, you can go onto the website, look through there, and see all of our episodes that correlate with that specific thing. This website's completely free to use. It's just another tool for our listeners to find things that are more important to them now. So, for example, if I was looking at it, I'd scroll through and say, hey, you know what? I want to see what the Adult Encrypted crew has talked about socially. Well, one of our first episodes, season one, episode three, how do I talk to people? That's where we talked about all about how to talk to people. So if that's something you want right now, you can go find that right now. Also in this one, season three, episode 15, The Power of a Humble Mediator where we talked to one of my old bosses about his business as a mayor, also as a small theater owner. Some really cool stuff. So, if you're looking for a better way to organize through all your self-help podcasts, try adultingdecrypted.com and enjoy the rest of the episode. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to kick, cook the chicken a little bit, like mostly the way down, and then you bread it. That would make sense, yeah. That's why you're running the cooking show, Gene. Yeah, I know. Um, And the next thing I was going to talk about was spices, and like how a little bit can go a long way, and it's a ton of spices are just to taste. You kind of have to like stir it in and then like, Get another tasting spoon if you're, like, trying to be really sanitary. But if you're just cooking at home for yourself, you just taste the stirring spoon. Eat and cook at the same time. It's great. So even though recipes are there, you're saying sometimes it's to flavor. Is that what you're saying? To, To the right flavor that you're after? Yes, and most recipes will have, like, the salt and pepper to taste and other stuff like that. So, I have a fun. I have a funny story about spices and not understanding how they work. Um, and in my defense, I was much younger than this, and I feel like Dad's gonna remember, and he's gonna give you a more accurate age guess at some point. But one day, I decided to make an egg. I just wanted to make an egg for Mom and Dad, right? And I knew that Mom made use made food with spices, and she made them taste really good. And so what I did is I put this egg, and I was going to do a, an over-easy egg. And so when it was cooking one side, I just pulled, like, every spice out of the pantry. Like, I pulled salt, I pulled pepper, like, paprika, um, pumpkin spice, like, garlic salt, like, straight everything that I could find and dumped it all in. By the end of the process, do you remember this? Yeah, Dad? it was last week. 
No, it was no, not. Whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> I the, don't remember those eggs. I think you must have made them for mom when I was out of town. Or no, something. you were both sitting at the table. I remember because I made oh, it. Oh, I do remember now. Yeah, we we both. I made it, and then then I pulled it out, and it was <laughs> straight black. Like there was no color to that egg at all. It wasn't charcoal, but I had literally put so much spice in it that it was just a black disc, right? And so, being the innocent little child I am, I'm like, Mom, Dad, I made you guys an <laughs> egg. you him. How about that you were? That I, Go ahead. That I was. I like, I pulled out this egg. I was like, Mom, Dad, do you guys want some of my egg? And they're like, no, son, that's awesome. But you work so hard, you should I enjoy it yourself. I do remember making you eat that sucker. <laughs> so, so, I ate that egg. And I feel like I can still taste it. And honestly, I don't remember enough to regret it, but I know I would never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I have something about that. So if you don't know what potato nachos are, they are like flat discs of potato that you cook on a pan and then put cheese on top of them, and they get crispy and they're super good. But I was eating some of these because Sabrina had cooked them up awesome, and um, we had this spice. I'm not sure what spice it was, but you'd like put a little bit on top it was like your zap packs for your pizza and um i was putting some on there and then one of my friends was like haha i'm a jokester and like took off the lid and poured like all of it on the thing i was like well now i'm not gonna freaking eat it because it's just a pile of spices on my nachos <laughs> and so we gave it to the dog <laughs> And he did not enjoy it. Like, <laughs> he took one bite, and there was so much spice on there. Like, not just, like, flavoring, but actual, like, spicy hot. Because I took, like, a nacho out of there, and my mouth was on fire. But the dog, like, took a big gulp because he likes it to inhale his food. <laughs> he took, like, a massive inhale of this stuff <laughs> and was walking around for the next, like, five minutes just shaking his head back and forth, like, whipping it back and forth. It was really mean, especially as it's, I lost a whole bunch of potato nachos. I feel like we also, I, I was there, and I feel like we also tried to make your friend eat one as well. Yeah, because he poured all this stupid spice on it. It was his fault. You got to make him eat it. So anyway, I think that's probably pretty good on spice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so moral of the story from the collective general adulting decrypted host is take it easy with the spice, man. If your egg is black, don't eat it. If your egg put was black, spice, eat yeah. it. If it's not enough, put a little bit more. Don't pour all of it. Never, it. never open the spice container to the big hole. You know, because that unless you're measuring, oh, I don't it. know why that. Yeah, unless yeah, that's why that exists. So you can measure it. But other than that, leave it on the salt shaker sort of side. You know, take it easy. <laughs> and one more topic I'd like to touch on is cooking to a budget slash, like, what you bought. So, like, on a budget, you don't always need to be doing Gordon Ramsay-style meals where you're spending $500 on a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> you know, I can't remember who it was. I think it was one of you guys had me watch a um, podcaster, that, or not a podcaster, a video, whatever, YouTuber, mm -hmm. that did a golden, golden sided donut or something like that. It's probably Mr. Beast or something. I don't remember. You guys were. I, I remember you guys were talking about. Does the gold in the donut taste better? I'm like, well, that is expensive, expensive poop. But uh, you bring yeah. up a good point. Is that at some point in time you got to be careful on what you spend on your food. One of the things you've got to be aware of what you throw away, right? 
because you can eat really nice as long as you eat it all, right? So, for example, I like mushrooms. The problem is not a lot of people in this room, so let alone the family, love mushrooms. So I catch myself when I go to do it, I need to make sure that I'm cooking them faster, you know, so I'll almost have them on every meal so that they don't go bad, right? And and so buying on a budget, cooking on a budget sometimes means after you're done with your food, make sure that you eat it, right? Make sure that you eat through it because that is one of the things that we get in trouble for a lot in our houses. We throw food away and that's a waste and that's not good for anybody. Or you so. make sure you have like one night of the week or something where it's like leftovers night or something. Yeah, so what do we call that in our house for the fend. Gen- Say it again. Fend, like fend for yourself. <laughs> Just like fend for yourself because that's what it is. We're like, okay, we're doing we're doing fend tonight. Yeah, and if you want a more detailed description on our on our food placing as well. What did we talk about that in? Was that in shopping? Yeah, shopping. Shopping, we talked a lot about yeah. food food balancing. There's a lot of that in there as well. Absolutely. But but this is more now in the food prep side of things and how to make sure that we're prepping it right, cooking it right. Um, interesting. How long does food stay good in the fridge? Does anybody know that? I would think it varies. Yeah, it definitely depends. It, it varies on the food item, but it stays better in the fridge than on the counter. <laughs> also varies. And, and it also Honestly. stays probably better in the fridge than it does on the floor. But, you know, with that much being said, no. You know, one thing that surprised me is um, grandma... Uh, Alan, she spent a lot of time as a in Sam's doing the samples. That's what she spent her time um, when when we were younger. Well, not when I was younger. I was already out of the house, but but that's what she did as her part time job. And one thing she pointed out that most of us don't realize is that potatoes um, are uh, after they've been cooked can be some of the most um, dangerous food to eat. Because of how fast it goes into, um, I think it's botulism, I think is what potatoes get. I'd have to double check. I, I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, so it's one of those items that most people don't think about, you know, and it's like a potato salad that's been at a picnic, you know, um, and it's been out all day. People are like, oh, no, that's probably okay. Well, no, because of how fast it, it breaks down that it makes can make you sick. So I always the, thought they would last forever because, like, ones in the basement that have started growing roots or something, they're still fine yeah but dad was saying the ones that had after they'd been cooked yeah i just didn't know it'd be much of a difference is all i was saying and i and that's what i think most people thought think right and so i I would think that part of our food preparation would be to um be aware of that right and say yeah when in doubt google it out (laughs) pretty much you know um which is contrary to the typical when in doubt open the tupperware smell it and if you retch throw it away you know yeah, exactly <laughs> don't eat green hot dogs that tips for grandpa allen yeah lettuce lettuce leaves once they're once they're busted off the head those can go pretty quick even while they're still part of the whole head those can go bad quick well interesting um, about that yeah. is is what we're talking about that is what about food preparation as far as as far as cutting stuff is there any guidelines that you'd like to give us on that, Gene, or any thoughts on that? Um, use different knives for raw meats and for your ready-to-eat foods, which would be your like your salads, your vegetables, your fruits. Or even the meat after you cook it, right? I mean, because yeah. that's one thing that I know I do when I go out and grill. I take it out on, on a plate. And then I come in and I'll either wash a plate or get a new plate, right? Because I, I don't want to put that bacteria back in there, 
you know, I, I just cooked the food. I don't want to put it back in the original blood and, and juice that, that's full of bacteria, p- potential bacteria. Right. You know, so it's just a food handler's. This is more like a, not just a cooking show. It's kind of a food handler's warning, right? Yeah, and and um, the knife one that you touched on is really important, like switching knives. And another thing to think about is cutting boards. Because um, I know we think about knives, um, but I, I was at a place one time where there was four different cutting boards. There was like one for fish, one for beef, one for veggies, one for whatever the heck else it was. But... I just remember hearing of people that didn't think of that sort of thing, like guys my age who didn't think of that sort of thing and got themselves sick for a little bit just because there is bacteria in there that you don't think about. So, yeah, wash your cutting boards, wash your plates with the raw foods, specifically raw fish, raw chicken. That stuff can get you in trouble real quick. Raw raw beef can as well. Right, yeah, yeah. The thing on the cutting boards is like you're just cutting it and the juices are coming into the board. If it's wood and if it's plastic, it's still sitting on top. It's on there. You got to scrub it off. You got to scrub it off before you can move on. Yeah, that's a great insight. You know, um, another mom's story. We worked at a sandwich shop when we were young, when we were, when I was Ashton's age, right? Pretty much a little bit older. Um, I was, I was only there because I was teaching skiing. And so I came down, it was like tax day, ski season was kind of over. Tax day there was really busy because they they were ordering out all the lunches. There was a lot of professional offices um, of accountants, CPAs, et cetera, that they were running these sandwiches to. So she's in the back and somebody yells, hey, run back and cut up some tomatoes. Well, mom normally worked the front counter because she's great with people. She's very interactive, making sandwiches, talking to people. Well, she runs back to go cut the tomatoes and um, she's gone. And the, the, the owner turns to me and says, hey, run back and see what's going on, what's taking your wife so long. So I run back there, and she's standing there holding her, her pointer finger up in the air and above her heart and going, I cut my finger, I cut my finger. I said, well, where's the tomatoes? And she goes, they're right there. And So I grab this thing of tomatoes and run them out and put them out there, and then I go back to check on her, right? And, and I'm like, what's going on? She goes, well, I sliced my finger through the through where I was slicing the tomatoes and I was going so fast that you know she just took the tip of her finger off and I'm like oh that's crazy well what are we gonna do she goes I don't she goes I go do we go get stitches she goes you can't stitch it there's nothing there it's gone yeah Yeah, like the whole tip of her finger was gone and I'm like oh my goodness I go that's crazy and she goes what'd you do with the tomatoes I said well I took them out to the front she goes I was cutting the tomatoes when I took my finger top of my finger off and so we took plate of nasty tomatoes out that had blood and uh, anyways hindsight my, um my favorite part of that story as well when mom tells it she always mentions that afterwards after you like this happens right they have this exchange and i don't know if she like doctors herself or whatever yeah, she's they got get, a band-aid on yeah, goes up front they get up to the front and you guys are talking about this with the manager and other front store workers mm-hmm. and there's a guy in shop eating a sandwich that then puts down said sandwich and just leaves <laughs> you know or something to yeah, that effect. yeah he actually took his tomatoes off and kept eating the sandwich oh okay. i couldn't <laughs> do that, that i would have i would have been like okay i'm done <laughs> i would have said i don't want anything hey but at that same place in all fairness i walked back one time and, and the owner said hey can can you go back and make five gallons of secret sauce which is really mayonnaise and this this uh um, honey mustard you know, blend of stuff with some, some other few ingredients, but so five gallons, right? Most people would think of a five gallon bucket full of this sauce. Right. Well, 
I go back. So so he goes, hey, you need to, you know, go back and check on this kid because I had just showed up again because I would coming down off the mountain and or whatever. He goes, well, go back and check on this kid and see where he's at. I'm making this this special sauce. I go back there. He's got his hand touching the bottom of the five gallon bucket, and he's got it all the way up to his armpit, and he's stirring <sighs> the five gallon bucket standing <laughs> over it, right. No. Because what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to make it like a gallon at a time, and you make it in a bowl, and then you pour it into this five gallon. Are they closed? <laughs> yeah, they're out of business. They went out of oh, business. Man. So but, we don't have to gross. send out a warning to anyone no, after making this no, episode. No, no, no. But you got to be careful when you eat out, right? Because these are not always the best establishments. So, so when you go to a place and it looks sketchy, run. Right? When you're preparing your own food, you've got to think when through this. When somebody walks in, talks to the manager, then walks in the back without like any work gear on, leave. <laughs> so so here's the best part, though. I asked, I said, I called him by name. I said, what are you doing? He goes, it's okay. I washed my arm. Oh, gross. But he did. He washed his arm. What's the problem with it? He's got arm hair and like that's right arm hair armpit hair but he had okay no 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 your best part is he picks up so when i go dude you can't do that he pulls out his hand and the glove he's got a glove on that only goes up just above his wrist and there's goo all inside it and everything did he like did he like squeegee his arm as he like pulled it out of the thing like with his hand or something you know to make the story better sure push the excess into the but 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 that bucket got thrown away because I could not stop laughing. I could not stop laughing at that. I just died. Oh, I went out and said, I mean, sir, you gotta go you gotta go check on this guy. And it was a mess, you guys. It was pretty dang funny. Yeah, he just he's like, five gallons at a time, let's go. Let's spin, knock spin, it spin. out. Oh man, that's good. Anyway. That's a little bit more than that secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, listening. Good. Yep. Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> on that note. On that happy note, make sure you cook safe and be aware of which establishments you visit. And send us some cool adulting stuff and we'll mention it in your podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Like an adult. Hey! Learned how to cook meats for the very first time. Like an adult. Cooking my meats. Poultry and venison. And venison. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you would like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, Feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website, 
with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting dash decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon.